You're listening to The Max with Sterling and Taylor Mack. Highly opinionated, and you just might learn something. Come on in and enjoy the listen. And, uh, to The Max, trying to make some good moves out here. Let me make sure my camera's right, because there's no point to be talking. There, there, there we go. Uh, we're back. Obviously, football continue to roll, but we, we got some we got some topics kind of off of that. Um, did you want to just start hitting the past games or do you want to talk about the big topic when it comes to sports and travel? Oh, no, I want to hit I want to hit the, the past games. No, 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 we, we don't we don't need, we don't need to do that. We, we, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. There's one game in particular that I would like to to, to highlight. What game is that? Uh, there was a game played in Bloomington, Indiana at 12 o'clock on, on Saturday. Doesn't ring a bell. Does not ring one bell. It was 38 to three ring a bell. Getting a little warmer. Just, just, just a little warmer. Let's just look at some of these stats from this IU UConn game. Right? You know what? Let's 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 not talk stats. Let's let's no, let's talk adversity. Let's let's talk a let's let's talk let's talk adversity. What adversity? You got hold on. UConn football was in the Fiesta Bowl in 2010. That's Look. it. That's within this decade, right? That that is that is correct. Okay. Indiana has not been to at the time, right? That was a BCS Bowl. Indiana has not been to a that big of a bowl, right? Really ever, right? So, right. how does thirty-eight to three happen? Well, I'll tell you how thirty-eight to three happens. Thirty-eight to three happens yeah. because, and this is just this is just being frank as it is. This is how this is exactly what happens. Um, you have a very you have a successful coach wants to go for another move. That's life. Life happens. Goes for another move. But in that transition period, you have an administration that failed the school point blank period uh from an athletic department standpoint and who they brought in next um because you weren't looking at where the future of the game was going you took numbers from the past and this is what happens when it comes to a lot of coaches in the nfl for recycling but you expect that type of magic even though it could be past errors that was happened to happen then and there for you in the present which is not necessarily the case. So then you have a philosophy that doesn't translate into W's, uh, even though you have a lot of talent on those teams. So that can only get you by for so far. And then inevitably when you're not winning, that coach gets fired and you have continual transition of coaches that are going to come through, hopefully hoping to bring their philosophy into a program or into, you know, into a program and make it successful when you haven't fully been proven in some cases. And so then you continue to get set back recruiting class, recruiting, recruiting class, because you have different philosophies and strategies that you want to bring in. And so then when you have that all happening internally, externally, you have conference realignment. And when conference realignment happens and you don't have the big money backers behind you to do that conference wise now, because you didn't, we didn't go to the ACC because uh, I believe, you know, like Boston College wants to be the only New England school. It, whatever. That's just that's the politics game that happens. And then you fall into a conference that isn't the sexiest conference. Now you don't have those recruits that Indiana has because Indiana's in the Big Ten. Indiana could be the was the worst team in the Big Ten for however and has sparked up. You know, Kellen Lewis was oh. great there in 2002. No, 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 
no, no, no. We let, me talk my talk. let me talk my talk. I got at least another 15 seconds. Okay. You can cut me off when it says faux 10. So Kellen Lewis came through in 2010, turned that program around. But then you've had mediocrity, and then you've had this coach that has come along in the past three years. And, yes, you have started and you've had good success. You've had bowl games. I think you went to the New York Pinstripe Bowl, I believe, one time. But you have the, the Big Ten Conference behind you to always be the biggest recruiting tool for you. So when you don't have that to help your school and then you're also internally having struggles, it's – Two negatives here doesn't doesn't make a right, and then now you're trying to correct years worth of uh, uh, being behind in the game. So that's where you have 38 to three. But let's not shy away when, uh, like when you guys came to Rentschler. Sorry, I went over by 15. When you guys came to Rentschler, we beat you by the similar standard, similar number, I believe. It was like 40 to 10. You're welcome. I'm just yeah, but at the time, right? You guys were in the Big East, Big East. Yeah, y'all y'all are playing in games against like Notre Dame, things right. like that. Right, but the Big well. East dissolved. Big East dissolved in two thousand eleven. I I know this. Okay. And, I, hey man, I I let you get all that out. I get I'm, it. All right, let me let me put myself on mute. Like, let me put myself on mute. There's no need to put yourself on mute. I, the only thing I have to say, I just I felt bad for you yesterday, right? Having to sit there, or excuse me, Saturday, right? Having to sit there. And endure first off, they didn't even they didn't even play it on the regular Big Ten network. If you were not in the Midwest, you had to go to the extra Big Ten network or or, or stream it online. So that's first off, right? Just that's that's kind of for both of us, right? That's that's just rude off the bat. But then, right, it's a sluggish game for Indiana. The 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 announcers are like, ah, Indiana's not really doing a lot of stuff. Blah blah. We got to back a QB in. Next thing you know, pick sixes start happening. Miss field goals, and the game is just a, it's just a wash. I feel bad because it at at one point, right? It it just it it has to hurt your soul knowing that Indiana is not a football school, and I hope it I hope it someday it will be right. But we just beat that ass. No, all right, you really didn't i will say that your wide receiver no, had a good, good game no, no, we had no, no, we no, had no. that pick six because the kid wanted to be you, like far you, you guys had 145 total yards but you have to look at the no. season and look at how our offense our offense is i i was hoping we would have better movement. it was terrible scored, movement. i'm not i'm not i'm not arguing the fact that we had terrible production on offense i'm hold saying on, our scored, offense hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. you scored 23 points against illinois and then you came into indiana and had 145 total yards I understand that, but I'm saying first game uh, versus Wagner, the offensive production stalled out, even though we won that game. Illinois, which I tried to watch the game, we had better production. Defense played great as well. Then you had pick six like you had at at Indiana. So you had miscues on offense again. And like Al Pacino says, it's a game of inches. That's the difference between winning and losing. That was a really bad Al Pacino. I'm not Italian, but that's exactly what it is. It's <laughs> you really have to. There are there are if you really look at a game, there are three, maybe four plays if you're lucky, that can flip the momentum of a game entirely. This is true. I was gonna say I was gonna talk about this with Matt Ryan. I totally agree with that. But so with that pick six. The pick six had nothing to do with that. It, it, it really didn't because the offense wasn't doing anything the entire day. Okay. But so I'm let's, saying, let's, 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 start, let's stop harping on the pick six then. 
I'm not. I, I'm. I'm saying you have these miscues that continue to happen, and if it's a young team, you have a snowball effect. And when there was just no offensive movement, you needed something good to go for the team. Just some. You just something maybe lucky. And then you're like, you know what? We can flip it because you come out at halftime, you're down two scores. Then you throw a pick six. Now you're down three, unanticipated. No, you get you gave you gave Indiana a gimme to take off on you, and that then that such, flipped the game. It was such a bad play. It yeah. was a bad play, and then that flips the game completely. So instead of you having a three, I feel like people's everybody gonna be like, man, why they why they yelling about UConn football when they were one in something last year and IU because it's it's dear to me. It's still real to me. Damn it. Yo, remember that wrestling that wrestling video. Oh, uh, yeah, when the kids, yeah. But, no, we we have had let, – let's let's look at the positive. UConn averaged in giving up last year 49 points a game, 50 points a game. That did not – that is not ha- – we have not given up 50 points this year. I will say the defense has improved. <laughs> that's that's a that's a drop in the bucket for improvement. And that's all we got. That's all you got. We, we'll continue. We will be back. There are dark days. And then the light always comes out in the, in the morning. I'm not gonna say that I wasn't gonna say the dark night quote because everybody says it's dark night quote. I don't want to go. I was gonna say that's not how that goes. It's not. I just wanted to flip it. I wanted to make it my own. It's a T mechanism. I got uh, you. We can move on. I just wanted to make sure that we highlighted the fact that Indiana football beat that ass. Well, since it is the fall, because I'm I'm just I'm going off of football for about 10 minutes. I can't I can't do football right now. But since it's the fall, that means at Maxwell. That's that's what you need to have something silky smooth in your fridge right there. Do I, do I need to hit that note one more time? Should we hit that note one more time? That's just that's a solid song. It's an amazing what, song. All that does is note it is fall season of wind. Actually, it was ninety degrees today. Disrespectful. I was going to say it's 90 here as well. It's the first day of fall, right? First day of fall, 90 degrees. That's pretty crazy. Global warming, glaciers melting, polar bears swimming around. Do you remember the Al Gore videos? But it's supposed to get cooler. Well, you don't remember those videos? You don't remember the... I I don't remember anything about Al Gore. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like every high school in America, circa 2000... Not to say he's dead. I don't know why I said that. No, I just... Irrelevant was what I picked up from what you were saying. But that like video of global warming and polar bear, not to make light of global warming, but that video and was just one of those like, come on, dude, this is this could do this in a better in a better way to 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 gather some steam here, support wise. But when the fall comes around, that means you gotta have your that them things up in your fridge, boy. You gotta have them right, them right essentials for when you have somebody come over. Whether that's a, a girl you invited a guy over, girl you invited a girl over, guy you got a girl over, guy you got a guy coming over, doesn't matter who you got coming over. But you gotta have the right that's things fun. in the fridge, in the pantry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I heard this phrase for the first time the other day, and it was, you can't have a serial killer fridge. And I was like, ooh, that actually makes a ton of sense, right? Like, you can't just have, like, beer, cheese, and bread in your fridge if you're trying to participate in cuffing season. 
which is, is tough because I get it because it's tough, especially now with like Grubhub and Uber Eats. Everybody doesn't grocery shop like they used to, right? But you have to seem like you have some things together in your life, right? You got to have, you know, some fruit, some vegetables, orange juice, milk. I actually don't drink a lot of milk personally, but uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I think it's, it's, it's kind of interesting as, as you start to get into this season. Plus, you're just not going out all the time. It's colder. Right, you, and little, you don't want to darker a little earlier. When it gets colder, the bars get more packed, the restaurants get more packed, and you're like, I don't feel like dealing with it. You know, let's let me cook in my place. Let me let me drink on my own dime if I want to sip a little bit and save some money. The fall, the fall and the winter is a perfect time if you really want to save money. This is where you can save money, still look like you're very social, and not leave the dwelling of your home if you if you choose not to. Let me ask you this about the cuffing season, our fall season, as we yeah. have entered into. Yes, sir. Is it – do you feel like it is a normal – like, do you push the person that you are now cuffing? Do you take them to family outings? Or do you only take them to, like, fa- like friends events, right? Because that's kind of what how, it should be, how, right? How, how, how deep are we dating? Well, that's, what, that's the thing, right? It's catch and release. So are you really trying to – I mean, you could, right, if, if your family is chill – and they're not going to ask a million questions. Too many questions. Mm-mm. Too early. Right. If it's if it's if it's if it's catch and release season, no, 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 no. We're just going to friends' events. Hey, I got a friendsgiving. Uh, right. Exactly. You ever heard of that? But, yeah. You like know, if, you, if you if you live in a you know you live in Seattle and you're from Atlanta or something like that, right? And you're like, oh, you know, I'm staying here for Christmas. It makes sense to bring the person you are cuffing to that event. I don't exactly. I don't think you bring them to family events. No, family events is too it's too much because you walk in who's your new friend? Uh this is mm, Okay. How long is this one staying around? And then you you got to you, you got to hear all these you know you don't want to hear all these these little side drops happening. I don't you don't need that cuz family tells the truth for the for the most part. Uh others can help cover for you if that's the case, but the family going to dime you out if it comes out because barbecue might be happening. It's a perfect time to be outside, just enjoy company. And then some people get too comfortable. So yeah, you got to keep it. If you're doing a catch and release fall to cuffing season. Uh, yeah, you got to just stay at the friends events, but leads back to your, I think that's a great point. You cannot have a fridge that makes you look like you are the next Dexter. And that is like, you like Sterling just described, just one Brita filter of water, maybe one Tupperware, and like I don't know if you put bread in your fridge. Also, I I have, I have no clue. But bare bones essentials in your fridge needs to be stocked. Pantry needs to be stocked. But all right, let me ask you this question. So, at what age can you stop? You are what? Well, at what age does the excuse not work for you anymore in saying? Well, I don't want to put a lot of stuff into my apartment or into my fridge because, you know, I'm not going to be here for that long. Or, you know, it's just I, I'm just trying to grind out here. You know, I just I, I play some video games. I watch just a couple shows on TV. That's all I need. Boom, boom, bam. I think uh, I think once you have a more serious job, right, I think I think once you hit a certain level job wise. I don't mm-hmm. think it has anything. Maybe a little bit with age, right? If you're starting to get kind of close to 30, you should probably like 
I guess everybody's grinding, right? I hate when people say that. Like, I'm out here grinding. Right. What the hell? What, what does that mean? Um, but yeah, I feel like if you, you know, you kind of go from that, like, you're on the road all the time, you're like a sales rep or something, and then you kind of move up or whatever, you kind of move from that field role to whatever, you move from doing a ton of just like crazy overtime work as a like junior analyst or something, and you move into that role where you're not doing all that type of stuff. Like, I feel like at that point, right, when you, you feel like you're a little bit more solidified, Work-wise, you should be a little bit more solidified with what you have at home. I agree. Okay. But I was going for, like, you've seen the pictures that you know, always come through, like, Twitter, where it's just a couch, a TV, TV stand. That's it. And it's in the apartment. Yeah, that's just, that doesn't work. I don't that, get that. It's unacceptable. Not at all. Like, there, there's, a, there's ways to be comfortable and be a minimalist at the same time without making yourself seem as if you're crazy right that's that's okay with me but i can't like you walk in there's nothing like where well, where am i sitting there's like a milk crate i got you right there like, like well, okay where's the table give me one second let me put tv down let me move let me slide this like, like, what, what are we doing here no no grow up this is this is ridiculous <laughs> uh so, it is i mean it's tough though so you know some people you know, some people want to keep it like very simple and very, and also some people don't want to leave that mentality or that feeling that they had when they were like in college, especially if you have a, if they have a roommate, you know what I mean? That's true. Sometimes it's hard to shake the college feel. It's tough. To, it's tough to shake that feel. Right. And, and that can also be kind of tough if you're in cupping season, like people coming over is you got roommates, the living room's kind of messy, like awkward. So what type, how many, what type of wine do you need to always keep on you? And what's the minimum number of bottles you just need to keep around? If you're 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 past the being the you can be a minimalist, but you you want to stock up a little bit. You want to make your your place look more presentable, more comfortable when people come. Hey, can I get a look? Can I get a glass? Of hey, yeah, no problem. Go go ahead. What are like what what two bottles? Maybe have a three bottles of wine. What what do you need to have look wise for this season coming up? I think it's always like two to three, right? Because not everybody drinks wine like that, but you should have wine on deck. You should have both. You should have red and white because obviously you can't drink rosé anymore. Well, I mean, you can, but like that doesn't make sense. Right? It's very frowned upon. It's, it's frowned upon drinking Moscato. Now, it's it's crazy how – You say drink, Moscato? I said rosé. I was putting them all – I was putting them all in the same boat. Rosé, Moscato. They're not in the same boat. Riesling. What else? Well, that's different, but they're not in the same boat. Okay, well, maybe I'm telling them I don't drink Moscato. I haven't. I really haven't drank Moscato, and I mean it's okay. A if long you still drink Moscato, but why is Moscato looked down upon so so much? Like Walker put one song out. I was about to say, do you still drink it because of that one song? Purely. If I do, I will probably throw it on in the background and then just start bopping with it. That's that's exactly what I would probably do. But no, it's exactly what I do do. First thing that pops in my head. I mean, it's so sweet. I don't I'm know how you drink it. And... I didn't have that queued up, so I, I can't throw that. Yeah, on. you didn't. Actually, we saw him perform that, which is kind of cool. We I don't did. Know, I don't know if you were there. You're talking about Lakewood Stadium? No. I was talking about Wale in Chicago. Oh, I don't want to hear Chicago. And Wale no. in, the same li- in the same line. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. No, uh, we we saw Waka like at the height when like Waka Drake was throwing out. Um, 
at that like his first like summer national tour series, which was dope. Oh, Who's, I remember that. I mean, you, take care when Drake did take care. Have you gone to a lot of concerts lately? I know like, fall time is big for concerts too. Not lately, but I mean, kind of. Do you kind of feel like you've missed out on like good performers because you know I just don't feel like taking the time to buy the tickets. They're kind of getting expensive now, but like you saw Drake out in Golden out at um, Oracle Arena, and you were like, it was just it was the dopest concert. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I, I love seeing people live. I'm at, the only one that I've lately that I've missed that I'm like upset about was uh, John Mayer came through. And he's just everything about John Mayer is amazing. His, you know, performances, what he does on the guitar, obviously the songs. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough because it, it, if you like hip hop, it's tough because there's some people you just cannot you can't go see Future live, right? It makes you it makes you then like to me, March Madness is one of the best songs ever created. But then if you listen to Future do it live, you're like that was it. It, it makes you. It makes you underappreciate what he what he can actually do, right? And that sounds kind of weird, but it, because, because of the auto tune, kind of. But it's also like he's just not a great performer, right? But then when you see Drake, and I know people, we have one of our best friends, right? Cam Squires talks about Drake all the time, right? And just right. in the fact that he hasn't, he still does these certain lyrics, and he does this and does that. But when you see Drake live, it is an ex, it's amazing. He is amazing live, right? Or like the weekend or. Uh, Ed Sheeran or someone like that, like they are just they're amazing performers, right? Right. You're getting so, a tr- you're getting a real performance when you go, and it's not just reciting the song with the track on, behind you. Yeah, I, have, I, I haven't seen Future Run. That's a tough thing with hip hop. It just it's just natural, right? Because you, you're just you're kind of just going like you have a beat and you rap over it. Mm-hmm. That's literally what you do, right? But to be able to like engage with a crowd, right? Like Halsey, I saw Halsey a few years ago. Before, actually, before, like, right as that Chainsmokers song came comes out, right? So, kind of early Halsey, right? But, but she had that ability to just like she com- she she could command the crowd, right? Even with a few songs and even like all that type of stuff. Or you could just some people it's, just have it, some people don't have it. That is true. Some people do, yeah. It, it come it just comes with you naturally, and with practice. Like Lil Wayne, still the king of it. The I that I am music tour, unbelievable, He's and. Amazing. Because you, you were like you said with future, you worry just because you know, can you do more than just have you know the hyped up the hype song and really translate the a performance into the crowd? Like, I'm already hyped up to see you know the, and to hear these songs. Like, Carter Three just dropped. I mean, that's it's still fought long ago the last time I saw Wayne live, but, but I mean, it was the best time to see him live. Uh, because Blink 182 tour hasn't, hasn't gone that well, yeah, that's a tough one, but it was a full it's full performance and like T Pain unreal performer because i think the the best elements that you could do as a rap artist that's why i want to go see anderson pack live right have your regular have your track but also you have to have the the full incorporation of a band maybe saxophonist something else that brings the live music element because that's what i i couldn't be a performer that just goes straight off of tracks because i think it's i mean doesn't follow the, under the full definition of you know insanity you're doing the same thing every day expecting different results but kind of does because you can't do like john mayer oh dancing slow dancing in a, in a, in a burning room i'm a, i'm just gonna do a random solo look at me just ride out with me i'm gonna play for two minutes i'm gonna change it i don't have to do the same thing right. over and over and over again every night and i think that's what makes it awesome when you see 
because uh, Wayne, I mean, Wayne switched it up that night. Um, or artists that have that ability, you know, Drake doing his like making it feel like a club scene in there and just stretching songs. It's it's cool. I he did it differently than obviously having a live band performer. I think, but I would love to be a, a artist that plays like a guitar or something. It's just it's just you. Can, there's so much more you can do with that. Yeah, and I I always appreciate people like Justin Timberlake, right? Has that full band that goes with him. Yeah. And he can, depending on what city he's in or like if he wants to do a cover or something, right? He can change it up and do different things. I think that's, that just shows the artistry and the musicianship of certain people. And and again, it's just tough. Sometimes you just, you're just not going to get that with some guys, uh, depending on like what's Like if you went to go see, I know six nines in the news right now, so it's easy to use him, right? If you're going to go see six nine, like he's not doing that. Right. No, I uh, I did see. All right, did you catch the Travis Scott documentary on Netflix? No, but I've seen him on his off his first album, Kids Live. See, he just like translates his energy into the crowd. I wouldn't, I couldn't go to a Travis Scott concert unless I'm in VIP. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need that energy for myself in my own booth or my own area because the kid. It's like looking at like a Rage Against the Machines type concert just mosh pit in the middle uh but he puts on a whole performance which is cool and it interacts with the entire crowd so i thought he i thought i thought i well, i think his uh performances are like super dope but um damn, i was just about to like say a point aside so, so i sidetracked myself with travis scott which is awful awful um yeah no can't remember you hate when that happens it's like walking through a door and you're like, oh, I'm going in this room. I'm, I came in here to grab this pencil. And then I've you walk in there. You've never walked through a door. All right, you've never been in another room. And then oh. you were like, I'm going to go in the other room and grab something. And then you walk into said room and you completely forget what you're in here for. Because oh, I've done that all. I do that every day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's literally something about switching room, going, like, going through the door. And then you're just like, I don't remember what I came in here for. Hate when you lose your hate when you lose that thought, and then it takes you a second and you remember it. I literally walked out of like a meeting today. I was going to get coffee, and I walked past the coffee machine and just like stood in the lobby. Like, what yeah, am I? Like, doing? What, what's like? What? Why am I here? I got yeah, coffee. It's awful. Comes with age, or comes with some CTE, because that's what I think Antonio Brown is showing signs of right now. Because Buddy is losing his mind out here. I hate yeah. to say CTE because it's not something you want to joke about, but we all know he, he acting a little crazy right now. Someone actually made a really good point to me. And do you remember the perfect hit he took three years ago? Oh, yeah. Um, Had him lay down on the floor, playoff game, late hit by perfect. And then uh, next play, Juju Smith came across, boom, lay perfect out in retaliation. Yeah, I remember that. Something, of, and, and I correct me if I'm wrong, the Facebook Live stuff happens right after that, right? I don't. I don't remember the fa- what happened on Facebook Live. Remember, he. Get, I think they win that game, right? He goes on the Facebook Live, and like guys are naked, and people are in the locker room. That is right. And Mike Tomlin was giving his speech. Luckily, Mike Tomlin just finished up cussing because you knew he was hype, and he just like. And if you don't know, Mike, Mike Tomlin does not talk like he talks in press conferences. Not at all. So, and that, and that's interesting. So, listen, I have no idea what the actual issue with Antonio Brown is, but. I mean, I'm sure there could be a case made that that hit or, or there's some sort of link to the fact that, you know, he 
it doesn't it, it doesn't well let me back up him having cte has nothing to do with the other things he's been doing right but it would explain some of the like offbeat behavior with twitter and the stuff with the raiders and stuff like that not i'm not it talking would. about i'm not talking about the other stuff that he's done. yeah no it, it he definitely is showing signs of some type of mental right i don't want to say i don't want to say it's he has mental illness but just like some type of mental breakdown right now and he needs help um <coughs> Because outside of football, and I can appreciate this for what you know, the, the Pats and Josh Gordon really helping him mentally, uh, just to get right, letting him take the time he needs. Uh, stepping away from the game for AB, even though he's saying it's voluntary right now, air quotes. Uh, it's definitely not voluntary the way he's he's acted because no team's gonna sign him while the investigation's going on just because they don't want to dive into that. But you heard it here first. Once it all clears, because threatening, or not even threatening text, investigative text um, that he sent, I think will be cleared up within three weeks. Like Booby Miles said, three weeks is up. I'm ready to play. He's ready to play some football. And you got the Buffalo Bills and the Packers that I think are going to be two suitors who are going to come after. Because Buffalo Bills 3-0 right now. Packers. I don't think the Packers aren't ever signed Packers train. What you mean? Hold up. This is the floor offense looking a little stagnant. Defense coming out balling. That's you got not, the Packers are very similar to a to lot of just a lot of organizations, right? Where it's been run the, uh, the correct way for a long time. You, you can argue like their draft picks and other stuff, but like just from a top down perspective, the way that they run the organization, there's no way to now the bills. If the bills are sitting at six or if they're sitting at five and one, and keep the fingers crossed. Six and zero, AB will AB will be wearing a Buffalo Bills jersey. I definitely think he plays again. I can By see Buffalo. Um, I, uh, it's gonna be crazy to say this. The Ravens make a ton of sense. No, they don't. They do. I want to hear this. His. Is his nephew, his cousin, cousin right? Marquise is on, Brown, is already, Brown is already on the team. Depending on how, I mean, if you, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday, right? Like Lamar Jackson looked really good, but they threw way too many times, right? If you're gonna throw, I think it was 43 times. You're gonna throw 43 mm-hmm. times. You need somebody else to be able to get open. And, and to be honest, Antonio Brown's amazing, like within the middle of the field and his, his outcuts and all that type of stuff. Right. Understanding, right, that the that the NFL and the Ravens botched the whole Ray, Ray Rice situation, to, if, if he is cleared to play, right? And of course, the biggest thing, it's kind of the shitty thing about this stuff, right, is like, to be honest, he probably shouldn't play again. Right? Let's just let's put that there. But Antonio Brown? It's the NFL. From what we think we know, right? You probably should play again. Yeah. Yeah. From what we think we know, you probably should play again. Right? But it's the NFL. So he probably will. And the Ravens are X amount of years removed from Ray Rice because his cousin's there, because they're probably going to need another receiver to help out Lamar Jackson's growth. And the fact that they're going to be, the Steelers aren't there. Like they should win the AFC North, all that type of stuff. Right? Right. How else would you go try to beat a team like the Chiefs or the Patriots in the playoffs? And it'd be go, it'd go get him. It would be to go get him. That's why I okay I I can hear that out. That's why I was thinking with the Bills, if they have a chance to actually beat the Patriots, they will do anything to do that. 
just one time. Doesn't even it doesn't doesn't matter. They just want to try and beat them one time. Um, yeah, I can see that, but I I can't say that without everything being proven a hundred percent. No, of course that he doesn't deserve to play in the NFL. Yeah, the leaked text came out, but the leaked text was. Let me invest it. I want you to look into her. This is where her kids are. And it's AB being very stupid. It's like being, well, why are you going down the mafia route of, hey, look into, I need you to, I need you to look into this family for me. I need you to do me a favor. Check this family out. Well, I don't know why he's doing that. Wild with the team. Not smart. Uh, I wouldn't say by the one, that one thing that I've seen off of pure concrete evidence that he can't, shouldn't play. Um, no, I'm not like, he, he, I'm not not like not, cancel culture out here. I'm not like the cancel culture. They Chappelle, they Chappelle pointed out exactly. Cancel culture, Sterling. Saying, right? Sterling, now, cancel culture, Mac. I'm not canceling anybody. I'm just saying it, with the information I think we've been presented, if if it is to be true. Then, oh, right. 100%. If if found to be to be true. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Apprehensible. Now, if he's not, like I just said, he'll be playing in the NFL. Yeah. Uh I was just sitting on, I mean, I was sitting on the couch Sunday and I'm just sitting there like Sundays are just so much more enjoyable football wise than Saturday. And I only say that like, if you didn't have to go and work to go to work on Sunday, I think it's just more, obviously there's more stuff that you can do. You're more invested because you have fantasy football. If you do play fantasy football, um, I don't know. The games are just a little bit cleaner. It's just nice. It's just nice watching NFL football. Uh, I do say still 8.30 Saturday or 7.30 on a Saturday ranks king for the whatever game that is because mm-hmm. the atmosphere, the buildup behind it, I don't think there's really a really big game this week, but I think that nothing can really beat that emotionally. But having the slate from like 1 to 4 p.m. slate, the, the, those games, because 3.30 kicks off some good games in college football. Yeah. Obviously, you say the SEC. Um, and then you have your more, pro, your, your more high-profile games. But you can have some... Some boo-boo games. If you had to sit there, I mean, let's the UConn Indiana game was not fun to would not be fun to watch at all on TV or to go there in the stands. I don't even know if Memorial Stadium in Bloomington sells beer, but I could see you running out with it just being a dry game like that. It's it's tough. Like there's so many like the Cal uh, Ole Miss game, right? Like it, it came down to like the last play, right? But that was a terrible game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's tough. I think that twelve o'clock start sometimes is it's I don't know. I think it's just a difficult start time. Yeah. I agree. I think that that first block of games is always better in the NFL. It's just more compelling. It's obviously the NFL. It's a better product. Right. That's all. There's, there's something to the college atmosphere, right? When you're watching, like that Georgia atmosphere this past weekend against oh, Georgia. it's unbelievable. Nothing, nothing beats a late night, the primetime game on Saturday. Primetime game beats the Sunday night game, ten times out of ten. But if we didn't have work the next day, could change that up. But you could get more vested a little bit in the game. You could be like, hey, let's go watch this out. Instead of, uh, I got to watch this inside. Got to make sure I'm showered up because I got to go to sleep. I got to wake up early. Got to think about all this type of stuff. But, yeah, no, they, like the atmosphere for Georgia was unbelievable yeah. with, the new, with the new LED lights. Let me say, whoever's, whoever is in that business, if you're looking for a good business to hop into, if you want to be a, a territory rep, look at one of those companies because – Every company or every stadium is now going to try and do that. You have like a good two-year run where you can make some serious munyan running them packages. Because everybody, everybody, well, you see, everybody does those LED lights now. You look at the Brave Stadium. Oh, no, who says like what? Munyan? You ain't heard munyan? 
No. Hey, Munyon, Skrilla. I mean, everybody says dough. You ain't heard of Munyon? It must be a South Florida thing. I was in Florida for a little bit, you know. It's a South Florida thing. It's a so float thing. You don't know about it. You were in Tallahassee. Don't Tallahassee. worry about it. Hey, you. Don't, hey, don't shh, don't worry about it. All right. It's a Florida thing. It's a Florida thing. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know about that Skrilla. Boy, I'm about my Skrilla. You sound, Kodak, sound like Kodak Black. Jason. Do you watch uh, the Good Place? The Good Place. That's what you sound like right now, Jason. Off of the Good Place. I I don't know who the Good Place is. Have I'll you seen I'll Have you seen Good Boys? Good Boys. Uh, that new movie that was, I think, produced by Seth Rogen. It's about, supposed to be like the the young version of Superbad. I have not seen that. It looks funny though. I wanted to. I, I want to check that out. I don't know what the Good Boys is. I, I feel like why why are you trying to insult me? The Good Place, you mean? The Good it's Place. A, it's a. It's a. It's actually one of the only TV shows that I watch. It's like cable. I'm trying to pick up my cable TV. I just I, I haven't haven't done it yet. Uh, but let's take a quick dive into these tree charity games on Saturday, along with the slate. Um, just the the Saturday slate. So for twelve o'clock, <laughs> sorry, for twelve o'clock, really the biggest game that interests me. They're gonna. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really that's interesting. Just, I, 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 I hate to have dead air. The uh, Texas Oklahoma game. Should Michigan still be ranked? No, no. not should at we, all. Let's, actually, let's not even look at Michigan. Should not, let's just talk. Let's just talk Michigan. Okay, let's 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 do that because that was that was a bad performance. It's not even the it, of course it's the performance, but it's like what do you do? What do you do if you're Michigan, right? At some point, you have to say, okay, we have a losing record against teams in the top ten. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we cannot beat Ohio State even mm-hmm. when they try to give us the game and we go to double overtime. We can't win in our bowl games even when we play like a down Florida State team. Like, like what did, I guess the, the question is, is what did you bring John Harbaugh in to do? Correct. And what can someone else do? What could have someone? What could someone else do with the same talent? Because he's gotten a ton of really, really good recruits in there, especially on the defensive side of the ball. But what else is what? What can someone else bring to this program right now? Right, I think that's the thing you have to look at. I I think Michigan is at the point where Alabama used to be before they figured out, or, or before they got Tua. Really, like. They don't even don't, have like a game manager. I was gonna say that they're at the point where Alabama used to have good defense, game manager. Yeah, but they won every game. No, but not before. I'm talking before Nick Saban. You had Kenneth Darby in the backfield with Tyron Prothrow. I'm talking about they, talking about they that. Were, no, they weren't good though. They weren't bad, but they had good defense. Offense could be very hit or miss, but you still had a good Alabama team. And then obviously Nick Saban comes in, and then you have the real like. Prolific game managers, Greg McElroy, AJ McCarron, all the way up until you finally have a change up with Jalen Hurts and Tua. I think you're at that point, but then, like you said, why would you bring in Harbaugh for that when he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer? No quarterback, Willie Spate, ja O'Corn, and Shea Patterson from Ole Miss. No one has transformed into this prolific looking quarterback. But they don't even have like a Denard, like Denard Robbins, like no one that's like just explosive out there. You know what no, I mean? I, I think their their top receiver is is Peoples Jones, 
and you, but you you haven't had that and you you really haven't had that back since um my heart my heart yeah and that was who was the coach back then oh cuz no that was lloyd was still the coach right because that's when they lost to app state was lloyd the coach uh, and okay. then they got uh brady hoke brady hoke and then rich rod who was there for all of two seasons why don't they run him out hardball out like they ran rich rod out i think rich rod was just like not what they needed to it, I don't. Uh, there's something about when you look on the sidelines. It's like at least Jim Harbaugh looks looked, like Michigan. Looks like Michigan. Like Rich Rogers did not look like Michigan. No, you I can't lose and then not look Michigan. That's a good point. I mean, he's got the hat. He's got the glasses. He's losing a very. He's losing looking sexily Michigan. We can give him that. Looking looking exactly fits the part. But why? You know, why do you bring him in and you don't have the production that you think you should have had from what everybody is toting him as? And the defense can only like I think yesterday was or sorry, Saturday was just the culmination of your defense keeping these games close for you for the offense to finally have and string along the drives. And sometimes the defense is going to have a bad game and you need the offense there and. I've come from a system where you can't give up 10 points knowing that your offense is going to, your offense won't put up 10 points. And so that's the pressure of the defense. And then you have the days where it's like, we, we ain't here today. It's not working. And you Taylor, get Taylor's like, running when, all over us. When he scored that, I think it was the second one, that long one. Yeah. That, the game was, game was over. Yeah. There was the, there was nothing you could do. I, like, cause Don Brown's defense, if you don't know, it's very aggressive. Um, and if you don't fill your lanes correctly, there's going to be a gap. Or if you overflow that cutback lane, like that touchdown was right there. I mean, everybody just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they misread it on the defense, but sometimes somebody can have your number. And that's when you hope your offense is going to be there because this is going to be a shootout. We will get a stop for you guys. But until then, y'all need to score. And Michigan does not do that when it really matters. Yeah, what they started their games last year by beating people, you know, first game or like later in the season, they started rolling off like 40 to 20 or whatever. But in these big games, just it just hasn't been there. So the the seat's hot. How do you think that bus ride was back for Michigan? Ooh. That's the one where you don't say a word. You don't say a word. The th- that's like the, the the toughest thing about one of those bus rides is like, all right, you're supposed to be really good. You know Wisconsin's good. They probably well, they probably flew back to Dallas with you, but even on the plane, like you you just there's no expectation for you to do anything. And the thing is too, like even if you got like a text message like from somebody or like you know somebody's like, hey, we're we're doing this when you get back, like blah blah blah. You can't have any facial. You can't react to anything. No, not at all. You could have got the most li- a. You could have got the most live text in the world, and like, "Hey, man, Drake coming through tonight. We got the VIP package. I know y'all lost, but come on out here and turn up real quick or something. I don't. I don't know. You get something along those lines, and you like you said, keep the most straight face in the world. Nah, just, I don't know. I can't do the like little iPhone text bu- bubble buttons to make it sound like I'm texting, but you have to text. Text back, not show any emotion, because let your coach catch you slipping with a smile on your face. 
Who okay? So who was the worst coach for y'all with that? Like, would it be like the weight coach coming around? Was it one of the assistant coaches, or was it the actual head coach? Uh, head coach come down on you, obviously. But then that, so the head coach sets the tone, and then assistants, you're all, all the rest of the assistant coaches just have to follow suit because you got to switch it up. You got you if you're not in in, in line, then you look subordinate. Uh, so you but some, but some assistant coaches even take it to like another level too. Oh, right? take it, take it, take it, take it to the absolute next level. And it's like, why are you being so extra? You don't, you don't need to do this. We already understand we lost. Maybe we've strung <laughs> along two losses, but you don't need to be this extra. See, your lot, your foot is on the line by an inch. That inch is why we lost by sixty points last week. Like, no, it's not. Right. Like, it's, what? It's to make <laughs> like on the bus. Like, what are you talking about? Like, sometimes, see, sometimes you need to jump in that water. None of, a lot of y'all are out here and are jumping in that water because why? You think you look too good to you too cool for school to be out there. You ain't trying to be paddling with us and struggling with us. See, that's why we're playing bad. Like that makes I don't know what you're saying. You're just you're just throwing all this out of you're just trying to yell. There you have those coaches that just want just want to catch you with the just and just start yelling. But you always have to appreciate your one coach that like just gives you that look like. Right. I don't know what he's doing. Right. We all know this ain't him. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> this ain't you. You always had that like that one coach that was like the the ultimate like players coach, and he would like slowly start to kind of come back to the back of the bus, right, and try to like try to loosen people up and be like, hey, you know, gotta get back to practice. Like, gotta do this, gotta do that. Yeah. Man, I know coach is tripping, but y'all just got to do what y'all got to do. You know, if you want this to change, y'all got to change some things with yourself. And honestly, I love when a coach does that for me because it's like I appreciate it when when, you know, it's the, 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 the fire, the fire's hot in here and people start losing their mind. You just have somebody that comes in calm, cool, collected like, hey, this is rough. This is life. But just flip stuff up for you and myself. <laughs> I ain't saying this just for y'all. I need my life to be a little easier over here too, so I can keep I can help y'all out. And let's 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 get this thing going. But yeah, you do have who uh you don't have the name drop, but how many of like the chill coaches did you have when it was getting rough just to come back and be like, hey, did y'all have like two or three or just one? It's tough, you don't have that many coaches in baseball. So um well it was always like our volunteer assistant that was always like the player, like because he's a volunteer assistant, typically kind of younger guy. Yeah. Um would kind of come back there. So, and you're kind of just like waiting on it. Cause that's kind of the first time you can like talk and you're trying to like, essentially someone has to start talking to him and it's kind of like a relay message. Right. Cause it's like the coaches are too mad to like come back. To, just so stupid. Right. Right. But that's what finally, like as the silence starts to break, you could slowly be like, yo, like what, like, are we, are we doing like, we do it? Like what are we doing? Are we doing something like, you know what I mean? You just, yeah. start, you just like start talking naturally. Like, man, like I can't believe that three, that three, one count. It should have been a ball that bases loaded there, but like whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had that, but then my, I, I had an amazing, so we had a guy like my, my sophomore year, we had, we had like different weight trainers, like sophomore year, junior year, senior. Um, our guy left from sophomore year. He went to like Miami and he was awesome. So a after he leaves, this guy comes in that was kind of like a manager of ours. And then he starts being, uh, he essentially kind of takes over like the weight training stuff. He does it for like a year and a half until we get our new guy that came in and he's actually with 
skipping in Arizona State. Yeah. And he he went from like being cool with us and like being pretty much like a manager and like seeing us out of bars and stuff like that to like a completely different person. So he would be one of those dudes is like, I, I forget what game it was. I think we lost to somebody like we shouldn't have lost. I think it was like Connecticut State or something like that. And no one said it. Well, like no one's like talking, no one's saying anything. And like someone like dropped something or whatever. And he like and he's like off five three also. What if he's listening, like whatever. And he like runs to the back of the bus and starts just like yelling, What the what are you doing right now? You know, because then you gotta like you think actually something happened, or like we're actually talking about something. So you gotta like take your headphones off. And then you start listening to this like asinine thing. You're like, okay, well, that that was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That 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 reminded me of a story, personal story. Getting yelled at in a team meeting for stirring tea. Tea. Well, that seems ridiculous. It it was pretty ridiculous. Also, why were you stirring tea though? Because my sugar didn't stir. That doesn't. Like I took a sip of my tea. Not not talking to anybody, looking looking at the projector, not talking, paid attention, took a sip of my tea, said it's a little flat, all it didn't mix in, and then I took my top off and I'm going like this, just stirring it, and then I start getting yelled at. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever gotten yelled at before in my life. I mean, did they say that's why you missed that punt? No, 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 that that is that that was not that was not the reason. Uh probably the funniest thing I ever I will remember, we were on like a two-game slide. And one of my teammates <laughs> came out wearing a uh, just like a sleeve on his leg. Normal, nothing different. We're in the stretch lines. Hey, hey, take that damn sleeve off. <laughs> That's why we're losing. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how does that equate to losing? <laughs> Sleeve on. Uh, I will never be. I was. I was so confused. I, like you said, like you, you. He starts yelling because you think something happened, and then it comes out for the reason why he's yelling. And I'm like, you're just having a bad day. You just you. That's the one thing I can. If I can give one piece of advice to a high school kid, or if you're in college now and you haven't gotten to that point yet or experienced it, do not be that guy that catches it just because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's, just, the, it's the worst. It's the worst. It, and you know when it's going on, too, and, like, the, the the unfortunate thing. And I guess the thing, too, when you're in that, that mental state of, like, you're you're an athlete and you're trying to, like, be, be a subordinate. Like, you're trying to be, like, a soldier in a sense and not to, you know what I'm trying right. to say? Yeah. Uh, you can't say anything or you can't do anything, right? You can't. You just – you have to – you just take it and you hope – to God that you win next week, but you know that yourself and whatever you're doing, you're gonna you got a ball, you just ball out with it. <laughs> I wait real quick. That reminded me, uh, friend of the show, uh, Cameron's brother, Chris. He was yelled at during like a a uh he was doing a we were doing a cool down lap. Yeah. And one of the coaches like got in his face was like, take pride in your cool down lap. He's like, <laughs> How how am I supposed to do that? I'm purposely supposed to be like jogging and walking. What do you mean? (laughs) I just want I just want to know like 
what is going through the mind? Like, I understand. I understand there's pressures. It's college. It's not, it's not like high school. You, you could lose your job possibly uh, if things don't look like the trending or if you're a strength coach, that's usually another complete different department, but still like what makes you yell at something that doesn't warrant that type of response. I just, I just can't wrap my head about it. I don't think I'd ever get like that upset that mad. I'd be passionate about stuff, but I just, I, don't, I couldn't do it. I, but it makes for funny stories later. Yeah, it does. But I knew that bus ride was very, or that, sorry, that plane ride was very long. So this is normally the dynamic, and then we'll switch it up. When you ride on the bus or the plane, normally it goes coaches and family, depending on the travel. Hierarchy of coaches, usually head coach always in the front. And then it trickles down by kind of wherever coaches like to preference for seating or hierarchy a little bit. Maybe your ADs on the plane with you uh, or somebody of importance up close and per- up close to. You don't want to make eye contact with them if it's a bad loss. You just you want to keep it pushing because they'll all like, they'll always be like, hey, hey, let's do it this week. All right. I'm, we ready for this one. Let's, let's do it. And you see them on the plane. And you're, they don't even make eye contact. No, don't even no. want to don't even want to look your way. And then it goes, obviously, I think like you normally see like seniors and then all the way in the back, you have your freshmen. The freshmen are the ones and sophomores are the ones that usually ruin for everybody because they haven't had that much invested in the game or they're not playing as much. So they're like, I didn't do this today. I'm not the cause of this. I'm a chip. Let me, matter of fact, bring me two more bags of chips. Let me let me let me have a feast back here and enjoy myself. And that's where it goes wrong. Mm. So that's normally how the dynamic is broken down. Uh, good man. Yeah, good trip down memory lane. Always funny. Well, who was the worst you ever saw? I kind of just like this topic. Who, who was the worst person, or what person did you see like get yelled at the absolute worst, and like they started questioning probably themselves or ability? Uh, uh, ooh, that's tough. Um, this is a tough question. I actually, I do have it. It's it's this is gonna this is terrible. They, I'm not gonna say his name, but protect the names for the innocent, of course. Uh, he got yelled at so bad that he ran down third base, the third base. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta <laughs> laugh at that one. <laughs> like, he was so mint, he was just so like, <laughs> he's shook. <laughs> Everyone's like, you don't like, what can you do at that point? Like, you can't do anything as, as, as everybody, right? Like, you're just like, what. What? Wait, what? How did you do that? How did you? What? How long have you been playing baseball? <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. Oh, that was, yeah. that was definitely the worst. And I felt you feel so bad because like he's getting it all, getting it all practice. Yeah, and he finally does something good. Like he he got a hit, and then he literally ran the wrong way. You're like, <laughs> okay, damn. <laughs> I want to say the worst I ever seen. This was in a meeting. I want to protect. I want to protect names out here. But the worst that I remember seeing, uh, one one of them honestly, I could one of them could have been myself. Not even for uh like team meeting or anything like that. But we when we lost like ten to seven, and when you have a close game like that, it wasn't like off of talent. But I I got a I got a good yell on that one. But it wasn't like life taking. Mm-hmm. But uh. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say it was in a it was in a position meeting, and 
forgot like what what exactly happened, but like some stuff transpired outside as well, and then also it made its way in into the into the meet or into the team, um, and then along with like some plays on the field. I don't even know. I don't know because there's so much. Cur- I don't know if I can say it, but long story short, like, I just remember. No, it's, you can't actually say the It's it's tough because I don't. I don't. I'll, I'll stop on the story because you, uh, to be able to make it make sense and be funny, I have to say it word for word, and I don't want to. I don't want to go down that route. But just the look on look on Buddy's face after, I felt bad for him. Like sometimes you just want to give somebody a hug and just be like, you know what, man, it's it's gonna be all right. <laughs> like it's. It's gonna be okay. Like we, we 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 will have another day tomorrow. Lord willing, we will wake up and we will keep on rising. It's tough when they challenge like everything about your being. Yes. Not just like your manhood or like whatever. It's like your existence as a person. And you're like, damn. Well, like I guess I shouldn't do any of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I am not cut out for this. Those are those are tough days. Those are those are really tough days. Those are those are the only time I I didn't think I ever was cut out for college football. It wasn't like meeting. It was just the weight room, and it was a punishment day for the freshmen because apparently people weren't listening, and, and this coach wanted to go off the deep end for how we had to get punished for it. Ended up running like 3,300, 3300s, and then some of those hundreds were incorporated with a sandbag, dragging it down and back. Awful. We got back in my room. I was like, man, if this is college football, I don't want to do this. This is not. This is not what I signed up for because this makes no sense whatsoever. You know what? We can start off with that one next week. Workouts that made no sense. Uh, I've got a million of them. I broke my leg during one. You you did. I think that's a good segue to lead off for. You got college sports again this weekend. Like you every weekend in the fall. Not too many great games, obviously. Let's just say. I'll highlight Auburn, Mississippi State could be a very good one at seven o'clock, low key. And then let's go with 3:30, maybe uh for the uh sorry, the US, yeah, USC Washington game. So I look out for those. Notre Dame will probably steamroll Virginia at 3:30 as well. Not really a lot of good games. This is the these are one of those times where you just go out to the bar, the stuff on the background, or go to a restaurant, have some people over. You don't necessarily have to have to invest yourself in watching a game, but you have football on just to fill the air up. So we appreciate everybody. Continue to listen. We, we love the support. This is to the max.